I believe that life is very much about what you make it. Moreover, what we actually do on our daily basis, right? The world out there externally and physically measures itself in terms of actions, right? You can have the best of attention. What is it? Writing a card and um, or having gratitude and not expressing it is like writing someone a card and not giving it. So there's there's the the doing actually matters and through tiny steps of doing every day, this is what we are creating our, this is how we are creating our life. This is how we're creating our moment to moment, our experiences. This is all we have is the now. So what are you doing to create your now in such a way that you want to experience the world? The world is crazy sometimes, right? I don't think it's just me either. Uh, I am aware that this is the safest time in human history, but with all the information that we are overloaded with, right? The, the news, the fact that we're attached to our phones and we can communicate in a moment's notice with anyone on the planet effectively, that just creates a lot of uh, anxieties. Right, we become more aware of tragedies, of of political differences, of war, and yet we can we have at our disposal if we choose and if we practice to find moments of connection, reflection, empathy, gratitude for all of the things that we do have, even though we are swimming in a much deeper murkier sea of stress and anxiety and or fear. It's very much about perspective and what we do to manage it. It's, it has gone from something we needed to do passively to now with something we need to do actively. And while these, you know, the stressful um, things that we become aware of because information is moving more quickly while they are largely negative, they also can be wake-up calls for us. Uh, are there things that we're supposed to be doing differently with our lives than what we are doing? Are, are there different ways for us to be in the world? How can we love more? How can we actively try and create this connection that I'm speaking of? How do we uh, more effectively love ourselves and one another? And I've been thinking, reflecting a lot lately, um, how I am living intentionally or not. And in my journaling session earlier, I was thinking about uh, ways that there's sort of three ways of being in the world, right? There's doing, what are you actually actively doing with your time and your energy? There's being, how are you just sitting sort of quietly with yourself that remember we're human beings not human doings so what does it feel like to just be in your body what are you aware of and then i you know was trying to reduce it just those two things but then i, I felt remiss without including loving right love is i think arguably the purpose of the planet the purpose of our human experience so whether or not you subscribe to that whether you consider yourself more cerebral or emotional. It, it doesn't matter. Let's let me just um, speak on each of these three things for a moment here, and then provide you with what I think are some resources from within my community, within this um, 
sort of the, the lexicon or the body of work that I've put out. I'll even say recently um, for you to go d- deeper on any one of these things. So let's start with doing. Um, I believe that life is very much about what you make it. Moreover, what we actually do on our daily basis, right? The world out there externally and physically measures itself in terms of actions, right? You can have the best of attention. What is it? Writing a card and um, or having gratitude and not expressing it is like writing someone a card and not giving it. So there's there's the the doing actually matters and. Through tiny steps of doing every day, this is what we are creating. Our, this is how we are creating our life. This is how we're creating our moment to moment, our experiences. This is all we have is the now. So what are you doing to create your now in such a way that you want to experience the world? And there is always something we can do right now, even if that doing is deciding to sit in you know, in awareness or in meditation, even that can be active. And so what actions can you take to move the needle towards a better life, towards joy, connection, um, or even towards your goals? I don't want this to not about be about goal setting because, you know, progress is something that makes the human heart, human soul sing. So if you want to do more, uh, or you want to to be more, or you want to get closer to your goals, then there's one thing in uh, my sort of, again, lexicon of this community of past shows, for example, or uh, that I could direct you to, and that is the perfect day exercise. Now, this is something that uh, I did with Lewis Howes on a previous episode of the show. It was a micro show, I think. And and it's available if you type my name plus his name uh, or type get unstuck in your life, my name, you know, Chase Jarvis or Lewis Hauser, both. It's the get unstuck part. And this perfect day exercise is beautiful. In short, it is imagining the perfect day, what you feel like in your body, what you, how you wake up, what you go about doing, who are the people that you're around, what are the emotions in your body? It is a extremely powerful, despite sounding simplistic, very powerful exercise. So I would invite you to, if you want more doing in your life or you want to you know, go from where you are right now to a new spot, this is a very powerful exercise. Again, I promise three things, doing, being, and loving. Now, that that is the, the doing thing that I request or recommend. Check out that video, Perfect Day Exercise, yours truly, and Lewis Howes, H-O-W-E-S, if you don't know Lewis. Okay, the next one is being. And this is, I would say, in contrast to the doing part is, is actions. Then the being is how you are, how are you feeling, how, how are you carrying yourself, holding yourself, moving through the world? What's in your head? What's in your heart? Are you emotionally moving about in this crazy thing that we call life the way you want? Do you have peace? Are you present? Are you literally being in the moment? The science here is very clear that human happiness is directly proportional to the state you have in your mind, your mental state. If you are not happy in your mental state, you cannot be happy as a human being. Therefore, what are you doing to fuel, to inform this 
mental state? Are you actively cultivating the being part of human being as much as you or more than you are the doing? Again, this two million year old organ between our ears was not meant to keep us happy. It was meant to keep us safe. It has done a very good job of keeping us safe and uh, allowing us to survive. But that the rest of that part, the, the being happy part, is an active program that we have to take the lead on. This is why this is so important. Now, uh, there are lots of ways to control mindset. I feel that you could listen to almost any episode of the show. Um, one that I, something that I think is interesting that could parallel this mindset or the, again, I've written about this at length in creative calling. There's a whole chapter on mindset. However, I also want you to think about just in the being part. Again, you can meditate, mindfulness practice are all things that are very, very powerful and, and common threads throughout the show. But I highly recommend attuning to beauty. There is an episode here in the show that's called The Secret to Finding Beauty. Now, I listed five or six things right before this that I do think are valuable around your mental health, but also do not ignore The Secret to Finding Beauty. Google my name, the show, this is going to come up. All right, that's the second thing we talked about doing. We talked about being. Now let's talk about loving. It's been said by lots of artists uh, that love is everything, whether, you know, that's poets or filmmakers, um, even entrepreneurs that have built an entire career, a set of businesses around love. In order to be your best, you have to take care of yourself first and others secondary. You know the saying, put your oxygen mask on before assisting other passengers if you've ever flown on an airplane. It is important to love yourself and simultaneously do so in the presence of imperfections, in the presence of mistakes, in the presence of awkwardness, of vulnerability, because this is the way that the human spends most of its time on the planet, to be vulnerable, to radically accept ourselves, one another, and even sometimes the moment. This is in part what it means to be human, right? If you're taking care of yourself emotionally and physically, you by definition have an increased capacity for this thing that I'm talking about called love. And with this love, you can fuel, it's the plutonium, this thing that gets you going. It's a, it's a, it's a reactor for so many things in your life. It also gives you that energy to give to others. Again, love is so powerful. And this is science. This is if you're right now, you're a physics professor and I'm talking about love and you're feeling disconnected, there might be something for you to look at right there. So I have a couple recommendations. Yours truly and Liz Gilbert. It's a beautiful connection, a beautiful show about art about creativity, about love, connection. And there's an amazing line in there that Liz says, which I will share with you here as a, as a little tip of the hat and also some inspiration. Liz talks about how, see earlier point around human being, Liz talks about her number one job is managing her mental health. She calls herself a writer and you would think that would be her occupation, 
but she sees her full-time occupation as taking care of herself, as loving herself. So I highly recommend that episode. Yours truly, Liz Gilbert or Elizabeth Gilbert, Chase Jarvis, you know how to find it. There is another person who is a master of authenticity, vulnerability, shame, human connection, and that is Brene Brown. Uh, Brene has been, I think, on this show three or four times. Um, I like to think that that uh, we have had Brene on the on the show way earlier than um, most other pop culture references to her. She had a very successful TED Talk. That TED Talk caught my attention. I don't even know how many years ago. And I have the good fortune of calling her my friend. Uh, we've had four episodes, I think maybe three or four. And any one of them is brilliant, especially the early one. I feel like in 2000, maybe 12 or something like that, 12 or 14. Um, maybe I think it was 12. She's on the show and it was incredibly powerful in a live in studio audience. And she shared a lot of things that I had not heard her share. And I know this was, she was proud of the show because she had it on her website for a very long time, far ahead, all the appearances on Oprah and whatnot. It was front and center on her website for some time. So I was steering towards episodes with Brene. And then last one is a woman named Adrian Bankert and B-A-N-K-E-R-T, I think. And she's a guest on the show and has written a lot and talked on the show about kindness. Now, there are some practices around um, in the Buddhist tradition, or even I think it might even be its own practice about loving kindness. So they, um, they are seemingly very, very tied. And I found the Adrian's work on kindness, her book and our conversation to be very profound. The power, this, this it's basically a hidden superpower. Everyone in the world is going through something. You don't know what they're going through. Imagine all the little things that you've got going on and know that everyone else has at least the, or a similar amount of stuff going on that you do, despite how you feel, despite how great you feel, or maybe you're in some pain right now. The power of kindness is unmistakable. Um, just had another guest recently on the show. Uh, you know, he's, he'd written at length about happiness, Neil Pasricha. And that also really reminded me in a powerful way about kindness. Uh, and it's one of the reasons that um, I wanted to, to make this particular episode today. So again, doing, being, love, loving, doing, being, loving. Those are the three things. And I just want to remind you, we're inundated with news and information and that news and information makes use of the fact that we have a negativity bias, that human beings are wired for that. It's basically a survival mechanism. So you disproportionately pay attention to that stuff when it's all around you. And yet the world is a beautiful, amazing, and loving and kind place if you can train yourself to see it. Some of that negativity is real. Some of the pain, the tragedy is real. Some of it's imagined, but some of it's real. And a lot of this is outside of your control. Yet what we can control, remember, is our intention, our attention, and how we move through the world. Reflection, empathy, authenticity, kindness, gratitude. These then become some of the most powerful tools in our tool, in our tool belt, right? 
this ability to manage our mindset, to manage negative emotions, and not to say we don't want to feel them or to grieve, but our ability to manage them is so powerful. So my ask is that this episode is a reminder. If you can go back and listen to some or any of the things that if it have uh, that I've said in the shows or other uh, videos that we've made that could inspire or en enable you to go a little bit deeper, then please do so. Remember, there's a lot more to life than a series of <clears throat> a lot more to life rather than a series of achievements, accomplishments, and goals. Look to these things in your life that bring you energy, bring you joy, and the rest is always going to be there, but do not forget these critical components. All right, until next time, I hope you got something out of this video. I hope you got something out of this, rather, um, this podcast. Uh, and until next time, good day. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I wanna say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, Thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want you to let you know in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere. But also, I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right. I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of text, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment, but trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I wanna say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.